Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome back into the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. This is the Practice Report. It is brought to you by Byers Auto. I am Austin Ward. That is Spencer Holbrook, Tim May, and Zach Carpenter. Ohio State getting ready to take on the Spartans, a huge top 10 showdown Saturday noon in the Horseshoe. It's also senior day, so before we get into this actual matchup, there was a little bit of news for Ohio State as they put together their list of players who will participate. Seems like it was more notable for the names that weren't on there, Spencer. Yeah, the the name that jumped out to, to, I think, you was Taraji Mitchell, but the one that jumped out to me was Matthew Jones because this is one of the most versatile players on the entire offense. I think he's a guy who could play center, he could play guard. They've asked him to play a lot in the back half of the season, and when you talk about guys they could replace and different people that that are, you know, Paris Johnson's going to go outside next year, and and Nicholas Petitfer has the chance to come back, he's on the list. So you're talking about a guard spot that's automatically going to be open. And, and for Matt Jones to not be on that list is definitely notable because he can move people right now. Imagine one more year in this program, he could really be a, you know an impact guy coming back for the Buckeyes. Anybody else stand out to you on there, Tim? Yeah, I mean, well, Taraji Mitchell not being on there, yeah. but uh, but the bottom line is, I mean, clearly he has more to prove. Uh, and uh, the fact that Matt Jones, you know, he's he's one of their top six linemen this year. Why not have one more shot at the brass ring, you know, of proving what you're all about, et cetera, and mid being – you know, your line, you know, next year. So, you know, you kind of like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. was Garrett Wilson on the list? <laughs> well, Sh- see, shouldn't he well, have I, was, I was asked about this a number of times. Ohio State does not allow right. juniors the option Correct. to participate in Senior Day. It is called Senior Day. And I think the fact that if anyone needs a reminder, yes, it's clear that Garrett Wilson is probably going to the NFL draft, just like it was when Chase Young was going out. If Chase Young, the most obvious top five draft pick maybe in the history of the program, yeah. Uh, is not allowed to participate in a senior day, then Garrett Wilson was not ever going to be given that option. I do like, I do enjoy, though, the fact that he was asked, like, have you thought about this being your last day? And, like, everyone always says, you know what, no, I try not to think about it. And Garrett <laughs> Wilson was just like, oh, yeah, I have thought about that a lot, actually. Yeah, because it will be his yeah. last game. Uh, and coming off a pretty good one, by the way. Also, you know, Jerron Cage was on that list. It, 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 he'd been hinting at this for a little while, that he would take advantage of that extra year. Uh, a couple fumble recoveries in key situations, obviously, for Ohio State. And Josh Proctor, who way back in September, uh, mentioned that he was planning to come back after that season-ending injury. Yeah, Those are important too, Zach, for just what you and Berm are always looking at, and Spencer as well on talking stuff, how that affects the numbers, but you want as much veteran experience as you can have on this roster. Yeah, exactly. I think that's something that Ohio State always has, has an eye toward the future, but also the present, of course, when you're trying to win another Big Ten championship and a, a national championship. Yeah. I think having that talent, I mean, John Cage has come on as one of the like more I guess underrated. Yeah. He was very undervalued, maybe whatever the term that you want to use of under, um, under the radar. Even there's another one yeah. underutilized, overlooked. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think that he can make a. He's obviously uh, showing they can make an impact no matter what. Uh, I want Josh Proctor to turn selfishly because I've been touting <laughs> this guy forever. This yeah. was finally going to be both. the year, you know. And wow, wow, that was very unfortunate. This could also be Spencer a pretty big Jerron Cage game when you're trying to get ready for Kenneth Walker and Michigan State just to to spin that a little bit forward to how it impacts Saturday. You know, he's not ever going to be a guy that 
attacks the quarterback and racks up sacks maybe the way that Haskell Garrett did. But if you need somebody to plug up the middle, Jaron Cage has that body type and maybe more athleticism, overlooked athleticism. Uh, then he gets credit for it. Yeah, they always call offensive linemen like people movers. He's like the people stopper because like, <laughs> if you try to move him on the offensive line, like it's not happening. He's massive, and uh, he can scoot too. We saw that a few weeks ago. But uh, I, I, the defensive scoot. line is interesting to me right now because Haskell Garrett is obviously dealing with something yep. that, that they don't want to discuss, and that's fine. You know, they, they don't talk about injuries a lot inside this building. But there's obviously a need for run stuffers because Haskell Garrett can do it all, but not when he's a little hobbled. And I mm. think that injury is a little more, uh, you know, hampering Seriously. than what we've yeah. been t- what we've been told or what we've been led to believe. And so Jerron Cage is going to be absolutely massive in this game, and, and not just you know by the his size, but the way that he moves and the way he sheds blocks. He and Teron Vincent, and then Haskell Garrett if he can go, and those guys in the middle, like the ability to slow down between the tackles, what Kenneth Walker does, and make sure that he doesn't turn those two-yard runs into ten-yard runs or even six or five-yard runs. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the story of this game because if you get Michigan State in these third downs, really tough for them. Teron Cage is going to be huge. Yeah, and this is an offense they're facing. You know, that's is as balanced as they faced all year in terms of some pretty decent performers at the at the main spots, meaning the running back, the leading rusher in the country. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker the third, he wasn't good enough, I guess, for Wake Forest. <laughs> I always like to get that dig in there. That's crazy. Uh, Peyton Thorne, who's like really come on, you know, they obviously got their comeuppance against Purdue, but these three receivers, which they were touting at one point to be maybe we talked about that on my podcast this week, ladies and gentlemen. It's crazy for anyone to compare three receivers to the three at Ohio State this year. But they are. I think more... you could take you could pick three receivers off of any team in the country, well, yeah, yeah. and you still said, wouldn't be able to match up with this roster. I knew I mean... you'd get him going, and that, you're exactly <laughs> correct. But we digress, right? Yeah. The bottom line is uh, this is as close to a big time balanced attack as maybe Ohio State's going to face until it gets maybe to the playoffs, and maybe even then. Right. I'm talking about on paper, so. You got to you got to have those front four really zoned in on the running game, stopping the run, uh, freeing up the linebackers, et cetera, to do their thing, whether it's run or pass. And yeah, I think Jaron Cage might be up to that. Yeah, and something I'm I'm curious about that I kind of just thought of is Ohio State seems to be going more to that four-two uh, with the yeah. with mm-hmm. the hybrid yep. hybrid guy. Doesn't Almost this kind all. of feel like yeah. a throwback game? Yeah, throwback Big Ten game where I don't know. Are you guys thinking maybe they go back to playing more four-three sets or I mean because it does feel like this could be a game where, yes, we're talking about a defensive lineman like Haskell Garrett and John Cage needing to have a big game up front. But I also feel like this is going to be a huge game for the linebackers to step up, like Steel Chambers, mm-hmm. continuing that defensive MVP type of season that he's having to, to be sure tacklers. It'll be an interesting debate. And, you know, there's always a debate about this Ohio State defense as the year's gone on. But I think the evolution that they've made with the way Ronnie Hickman can play, he's Correct. you can turn him from a defensive back into a linebacker like that, and I I think he, you know, he is such a tackling machine that that cures some of that. They can still maintain the flexibility to defend a team that can throw it pretty well, uh, and still come down and, and get Kenneth Walker on the ground. That would be, I wouldn't think that. So you'd be predicting that. It's I would not think they would. I don't think they would change it to go with more of those three linebacker looks. I think they they like what they're getting out of this. I, I certainly understand where you're coming from, and I, I think that's an option that you put on the table for sure because this is maybe a game that does suit Tommy Eichenberg a little bit better than, than some others, and he's mm-hmm. coming along, and, and he's going to go put his hat in there to stop the run. And you know, Taraja Mitchell can do that part as well. It doesn't suit either of those two guys when you're getting to a pure throw game, but mm-hmm. there are certainly going to be, I think, opportunities maybe more this week than in weeks past where they could help 
alongside Chambers and Simon. And maybe even more next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Because I think you're previewing a Against a little... team that can't <laughs> throw it at all. Yeah, I think, I think you're previewing one week early because I do think this team can throw the ball well enough where you need to respect what they do in the secondary. Correct. You know, and what they can do over the top with Naylor and Reed and a couple other different guys and so it's interesting. Like Tim said, this is a really balanced team. And Ohio yep. State's going to – I do think Ohio State is going to have to put a lot on the table to try to defend what this team throws at you because they'll do anything, you know, to – So would you, would you be more nervous – I mean, from watching stuff and watching Michigan State Michigan, would you be more nervous for Ohio State's defense going up against this offense than Michigan's offense? Uh, Not that we want to – So from a balance standpoint, yeah, because you got you got to respect uh, both, both ends of it. But number two, like uh, Austin was alluding to there – this is so much different a test for this defense than last week was. And that's that's the strange thing about playing defense in the Big Ten. You they're running into this is a totally different offense. You know, I mean, we all knew Purdue was gonna throw the ball fifty times to have a shot. Yeah. And uh this is the flip of that. I mean, I mean, when they came back and they made their big comeback against Michigan a couple of weeks ago, I'm talking about Michigan State. Kenneth Walker III was part and parcel to. He scored five touchdowns, and uh, they never got away from that. Sure. You know, they were down, and they, he will make you pay. I think they were down 16 points and still just running the ball in Correct. first and yeah. ten, and second and four, and you know, just continuing to lean on on what you what you do defensively. And I think that's something that Ohio so State you can never relax do. against the run with this team right. as long as he's on the field. And it's tough to separate. You know, that's the challenge for Ohio State. To, to Zach's point, you know what's coming. They're back to back top ten showdowns. It's for us. It's maybe easier because we don't have to prepare to play the game. Yeah. Ohio State has to be just worried about the one team that's on the video board and not two. But you know, I think to answer your question, Michigan State is much more competent and efficient offensively than Michigan, and I don't think Michigan State is not even close. And then Michigan's defense is much better. We'll get to that matchup when we get to it. Michigan State has all kinds of problems with a pass defense that is the worst in the country. That's hard to comprehend. When you think about Michigan State and the way that they've built that program and the toughness and the defensive execution that Mark D'Antonio built there, that's just weird. And it doesn't bode particularly well when you're playing C.J. Stroud, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. Uh, that's a problem. But this is what Mel Tucker did. I mean, you know, you don't you don't rebuild everything all at once. I thought he did a great job in the transfer portal about getting some competent guys back there, you mm -hmm. know, on defense. But clearly, the defense is behind the offense in this regard, and that's that that's what I, I marvel at what he did in, in reshaping the roster. But you still have to recruit, you know, yeah. a certain level of a defensive player to get you back to that level. And they, that's what had fallen off in the D'Antonio last couple of years, and uh, and obviously last year they didn't have anybody like that. But uh, but yeah, they they they've. They've almost got to get into a scoring match on, on Saturday to make this happen for them. I think this is where you're going to see Ohio State really be able to open everything up because Michigan State knows the numbers. They know what Ohio State does in the passing game. Yeah. They know how bad they are defending the pass. They've got to do something to try to slow that down. So what do you do? You drop guys. What does Ohio State do then? They hand it off to the best running back in America who 
Oh, is whoa, playing, revelation. Wait, who he's is playing, grown. you know, and, and if, if, if that doesn't work, then they're going to give it to Mayan Williams. That's high who, praise for him. I was going to say. I'm not, Mayan Williams is the guy who ran for 100 yards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who ran for 100 yards. <laughs> oh, yeah, wait, oh, was he saying Mayan Williams? <laughs> the best no, I was trying to make the joke, or? but then he cut me off. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I, he averaged more yards per carry than the other guy last week. Exactly, but it's it's pick your poison here. And, you know, if, if Michigan State tries to to finally rectify this pass defense, it's yep. going to be a really long day for them because there's going to be holes for Travian Henderson and, and Mayan Williams to run through, maybe and C.J. Stroud to run through. We saw that for the first time, mm. uh, you know. One this is time. one of those moments in history, ladies and gentlemen, where Ohio State might have the best totally balanced and best offense in the country. They can do whatever they need to do, theoretically. I don't even think that's a might be. I think that's a definite. If they can protect. I know. I mean, it's <laughs> this is special. I even asked Ryan about that, Ryan Day, about that in a press conference today. You know, the, wow, you know, I mean, they're at that pinnacle. And I saw a stat today. Ohio State points per drive, 3.96 points per drive. It is by far and away the best in the country. Uh, if you don't know anything about points per drive, 1.9 to like 2.5 is usually about average for a good offense, and they're at 3.96 points per drive. Mm. At one point, they were at good. like a point per play <laughs> after <laughs> that month ago. Yeah. going Akron and Tulsa greedy, and everything yeah. like that. Um, <laughs> Thank goodness for Noah I thought, Rodgers, it huh? I thought it was funny that uh, uh, Spencer asked, so uh, Ryan, is Chris Olave then? Is he going <laughs> to be the guy after Jackson and Garrett? Because you never know. You never know who in this offense, which receiver is going to be able to go off. I mean, it's kind of pick your poison. That's why, I mean, we, we talked about the defense a second ago. I kind of feel like Ohio State's going to, I know this isn't the Bull Predictions podcast, but <laughs> I kind of get the feeling that Ohio State is going to be able to exploit that that Michigan State pass defense, I mean, pretty early on in the first half and kind of get out to That's a, pretty a, bold, big, man. a big enough lead to where, I mean, I don't know if the Michigan State's going to be able to run the ball like they did against Michigan. I mean, I know you said in the comeback they kept running it and running it, but I don't, I don't know if I see that happening. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see. You got a full week of preparation or, or half a week to go. Ohio State will be back on the practice field on Tuesday afternoon here in the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. Already knocked out some of their media obligations with us to give us a practice report, which is brought to you by Byers Auto. That's Spencer Holbrook, Tim May, Zach Carpenter. I am Austin Ward. Uh, stay with us for full coverage all week. We'll be back in here for another practice report on Wednesday night after the Buckeyes get another one uh, under their belt. And uh, we'll have everything leading up to Saturday at noon in the Horseshoe. Stay with us at LettermanRow.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.